episode of the Beards Watch. I'm Josh Hurley in the special edition. Um, it's a KDR edition. Actually. Yeah. We're all yeah. KDRs here. Yep. Um, as always with the uh, Jacob Rowland. Yeah, we'll call you. You picked up. That's the Duval intro. The yeah. yo, yo, yo is the yeah, Duval. Yeah, yeah. I stole it. No. So Sorry. a quick, you know, yeah. as they all do out there in the man cave and the unscripted, they always give a lot of shout outs and a lot of AKAs. So that was the shout out to Duval yeah, for on that. So yeah, as Josh said, KDR edition. Uh, a good buddy of mine, a fraternity brother of mine, came to me with this idea. He's luckily on spring break, and his wife is—oh, not wife, excuse me—fiance is on uh, is on a bachelorette party, as well as my wife is at a bachelorette party, two separate ones. So he got to come down. He got the leash a little bit, oh, which uh, and so we've got him in here. We've got so Josh is returning. Taylor, how you doing? Taylor Hurley's back. Good. Last time you were here is a little different. We're going to cut loose a little more, right? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, okay. Are you going to be okay? Last time he didn't took you to the end to get warmed up. I thought I got the hang of it now. All right, good. So we got three first-timers, three of my fraternity brothers, the one we were talking about, Zach Bell. It was his idea. He wanted to – he said, hey, let's do, a, let's do a podcast of – let's talk about old times, fraternity times, college times, and then maybe give it something to where the brothers that are in KDR now – could listen to it on the way down to Formal in Myrtle Beach here in, in about three or four weeks. So maybe they'll listen, maybe they won't, who knows, but we're going to have fun regardless because that's what we do. So, Zach, how you doing? Uh, doing great, man. Yeah. I appreciate you uh, putting this together and uh, yeah. bringing us home. Long, um, long-time listener, avid fan, yes, listen to all the episodes. I appreciate your support. Got a T-shirt on, so I'm glad you're finally here. Now, it took 49 episodes, but we finally got you here, right? Yeah, and you know, would have came uh, sooner if I could have. That's it's all good. We all got jobs to do. So we got Zach here. Easy E, Evan Howard, how you doing? I'm doing good, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Evan just got done doing a little bit of homework and some quizzes because he's finally back in school to finish up. What are you finishing up? Are you is it undergrad? Is it what are you doing? I was on the seven-year plan. For okay. Yeah. Okay, so you're still doing it. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing to be ashamed about. You couldn't do a five-year plan. It's too much like communism. Yeah, yeah. so so seven-year plan. So we we were waiting for him to do that. Now we got a, a newer brother who is still in the current president. Am yeah. I correct? Okay. Yeah. Harley, I call him Harley Davidson Abernathy. Or Harley, is it Abernathy's your last name, right? Yeah, it's close enough. Harley <laughs> Abernathy <laughs> Davidson, whatever it may be. I just got to throw Davidson in there because your first name's Harley. So I think that's awesome. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, I'm great. It's great to be here. I mean, yeah. a bunch of older brothers. I'm sitting around. I love talking to you guys. Yeah. See how it was before I was here. I mean, I know most of you. I've hung out with most of you, talked to yeah. most of you. But I, I like to I like to get a little bit of the older side of things and okay. see how I can bring it into the new okay. KDR. So real quick, we'll go back to Zach, and then we'll go back around to Evan and Harley. Give the whoever's listening, just give them a quick background of who you are, and tell them what you want them to know about you if, if they're listening for the first time. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. So um, went to school. At UNCG with everybody here, obviously, yep. and uh, was in KDR, obviously, and um, now um, postgraduate. I've been out for four years, um, working in the education field, and um, have a role with the fraternity still. And you know, was helping them plan for the Miss Red Rose pageant, which is their annual philanthropy, which is actually something that Jacob helped kind of flagship. Yep, and, started um, back in what was that, two thousand. <clears throat> I want to say 2009. 2009. 2009. 2009. Yeah. yeah. It was my freshman year. Yeah, it was my sophomore year. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Um, they were doing their annual pageant this year, and um, I was helping um, one of the new guys kind of plan for it. 
and just kind of like reflecting on past years, what went well, what went wrong, and it just like you know made me think. You know, this would be something maybe good to kind of bring to a to the podcast. Yeah. And um, on the weekends, it's one of the things I do um, as I'm doing work, um, you know, paying bills, whatever. I, I throw on the podcast, yeah. listen to it, and it's a great way to kind of you know make something monotonous yeah. seem a little more fun. It burns an hour exactly. of day. Yeah. Whatever you're doing, if you're doing it at work, if you're if you're just hanging out, drive your my, my key thing is I always listen back if I'm going on long road trips, I throw it on. Now, real quick, for people who don't know what the Miss Red Rose pageant is, is again we started back in 08. It was an idea a couple of us had to do, hey, let's obviously let's let's raise money for a for a charity. And we put it on to start off we did our, our local uh, sororities or local our USG sororities they entered at a match three girls, and they basically competed in. Now we weren't sleazy; we did not do a bikini because we wanted to make it sure it was just for you know it was just for philanthropy. So we did a we started it with you um, your was it sorority spirit, formal wear, and uh, a talent. That was the three categories, and we had intermissions. They could, and then we had some of our brothers dress up as drag, and then this and that, and we charged ticket prices for like five bucks for a ticket to go in. And we had a couple, you know, we had our our executive director judge it slash our Greek director, and then maybe a former winner, and we did that for a couple years, and we had a good time. It was it was a good way to immerse ourselves with the sororities. And also giving them a stage just to have fun. And that's all it was about, was having fun and then raising money. And, and KDR's uh, big philanthropy is always is childhood, right? Yeah. yeah. KDR for kids. KDR yeah. for kids. Mm-hmm. So as long as we were donating money, certainly to any kid charity throughout, it, it could be whatever, is, is what it was. So we did a couple of those. And then the winner would always, we would donate like $100 to the charity of their choice. And then they got they got all the pub. They come out and hung out with us, and you know all that kind of stuff. So that's if you're wondering, oh, what is Miss Red Rose? That's what it's been. And I'm I'm just I I thoroughly enjoy that it's still going on to this day. It's something that we started back in yeah 2008 yeah it was my sophomore year. So 2008 2009 I think 2009 was the first year in the spring. So 09 in the spring we started, and to see it still going on. It, it thoroughly it makes me happy that's going on. Totally, it's, it's okay. It's going on strong. Yeah, and I and I like that. I'm glad that because I'm glad that people appreciate how how great of an event it is to, to bring everybody together. So on top of that, Easy E, we call them Easy E, Jellyfish, Evan Howard. How would, how do you want to introduce yourself to the people out there? Uh, well, you know, I'm just your regular average guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Uh, I joined KDR my freshman year. I was in a unique situation. Yeah, he was. Back in the day, you couldn't join as a freshman. But Unless you had a certain amount of credit hours. Right. So and you did. And you did have it, which is surprising. Very Seven years in. Yeah. Well, the funny story on Evan was I remember sitting on the front porch of a late night, and, and Evan and Jack, this guy Jack, showed up, and both of you guys, yeah, you guys were like, eh, you guys were ready to go. Like, I want to join, I want to join. I was like, okay, that's cool. And then finally, we, you know, we, we got your transcripts or your info, your student ID numbers, and we looked you up, and they were like, oh, Jack can't join. He's got to wait till the second semester. Because if people don't know, at UNCG, it used to be you could not join a fraternity until your second semester, your freshman year, unless you had like 15, 12, 12, 12. Cred, 12 credit hours coming from either high school AP classes or CP or, or college crack or junior college, community college transfer. Yeah. yeah. So 
Evan, we looked it up. He had 12 hours. We we're like, okay, let's you know, let's let's get this guy. He seems pretty cool. And this is before formal recruitment. This was yeah. very before formal recruitment. This was my was it was it my senior year or my junior yeah. year? It was my senior year. So my my uh, fall semester of my senior year, which would be 2010, and we were like, oh, let's get Evan in, and, and Evan has always been fantastic and. As we all had up and down. You know, know. you know. I, I, I would just, say always fantastic, but I have my moments. Yeah, well, we've all, we've all, we've all, we were all in a fraternity. Let's say that we've all, we've all done our stupid things, right? And that's what you're going to do in college. You learn and grow, and you do right. stupid things, and you have fun and laugh about it. It's okay. And, and Taylor has got some spasms going on over here. All right, so we'll pitch on over to Harley. Get what, what do people need to know about you before we keep talking here? Uh, I guess I mean I'm the young blood of the group. The young guy. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm the I'm young guy. Uh, I joined my sophomore year, which was uh, 2014 for me. Um, wow. I already graduated. Wow. Evan, Evan, all, Evan, all, Evan, all, 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 yeah. I should have graduated by the end. Evan. Evan, <laughs> Evan but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a five-year plan. That's uh, okay. No, 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 hope not to make it to the seven-year plan, but if it happens, it happens. Yeah. Um, take out victory. <laughs> I'm doing good. I, I, I take the victory left. I've done a lot uh, in, in the three years that I've been in. I've been, I've been trying to make it better and, and get it back to where it was. And um, I, I had a lot of support along the way, especially from a lot of you guys, and Zach included. Um, so yeah, that's that's about it for me. I put a roof over his head, by the way. That's true. Yeah, Zach, that's right. Zach's got a nice, a nice, bed, a nice, beautiful house. I would him, and it, him and his fiance run, and they they live in it and they rent it out and and help people. You know, yeah, their college life's going. Yeah. It's a good little spot right Appreciate there. The yeah, it's, it's yeah. a good house. I, mean, he, I love it. He, uh, he, he boarded me up for one night when my wife and I came to visit. Oh, and I ended up eating somebody, his, his fiance. <laughs> so I'll crash on the couch. I came there. back and they got two sofa pullouts. And hey, Zach, I came home hungry and I thought I was eating Zach's sub, <laughs> but I ate his fiance's sub. And then for like, I guess a couple weeks, they were on a like a hunt. They were on like a, an investigation, you know, a private eye. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I knew exactly who it was. <laughs> no doubt in my mind, but Victoria tried to spin it and put it on me. I was like, well, look, I didn't get out of bed. I know Jerryanna didn't do it. Yeah, that's true. I know Travis didn't do it. Harley went home. Yeah. Had to be Jake. So what happened was I, I came back and I went to relive some college times and I went to the fraternity house and we oh. ran shop on Pong and I came back and I was like, I was, I was, Evan was with me. We went to the house. Yes, we went to the house. Yeah. Evan was with me. We went to the house. <laughs> and I came back and I was like, I have to get up early. We had to go see, visit Jerry and his brother in Raleigh. And I was like, I'm going to need some food or I'm going to feel like doo-doo in the morning. Oh, yeah. And I wanted to eat Zach's sub. But I ended up eating Victoria's sub, but halfway through, I didn't realize that, obviously until halfway through, I was like, well, I can't put a half sub back. I just got to finish it off and let's see what happens. And then like a week or so later, Victoria uh, Facebook chats me. It's like, hey, did you eat my sub? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, Ooh, how do I respond with this? Like, sh- you know, the, the thing goes through your head. <clears throat> do you just lie, lie, lie and just hope it, you know, she just, or I was like, you know what? The truth will set you free. They won't be too upset. So I told her, I said, yeah, my bad. I thought it was Zach's sub. Sorry it was yours. I ate it. You know, I'll buy you a, a, another a six-inch sub from Subway next time I see you. So hopefully she's not too mad at me. She's Zach. Oh, uh, no, of course not. It was, um, you know, the next day. Yeah. You know, after not drinking, <laughs> you're expecting that food you had in that fridge. <laughs> uh, you're expecting it to still be there. Yeah. And especially after a night like that, and it's not there, well, you're gonna be a little. We were in the kitchen yeah. during yeah, the conversation. Yeah. Well, here, that, well, it's, I was in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah explain that. <laughs> you got thrown under the bus real quick. <laughs> 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 That's fine. I wasn't there. <laughs> 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 
But the, the first thing out of somebody's mouth was, uh, yeah, it's probably Jake. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. So, I, like I said, I knew, I was like, I got to eat something. It was already like three in the morning. I had to get up at like six. And I was like, ooh, if I'm going to survive, I'm eating somebody's sub. Hey, um, end of the day, everybody was all right. Yeah, nobody got any drinking tickets. Right. Nobody That's had right. any DUIs. We walked home. We had fun. Zach, am I welcome back? Can I crash Absolutely. there again? Okay, Absolutely. that's all that matters. Hey, and, I'll, and I'll bring a five dollar gift card to Subway hey. or just buy or something. So. You know me. Takes a little bit more than six dollars. <laughs> oh, that's a big hey, hey. Yeah, yeah. A little bit more than six. <laughs> so we'll start off on that. We're just we're just gonna kind of tell a little story time here with a bunch of our maybe favorite memories or or different stuff that happened without incriminating too many people or maybe going overboard with certain situations. So I'll pitch it off just because. T. Hurley over here has been real quiet. He's got his Miller Lite. He's scheming on what story I want to tell. Okay, so what? Okay, so so Taylor, what's something that sticks out of your mind as one of your, your best memories or something that you're fond of, of when you were in KDR? Uh, my best memory probably had to be Martinsville. Yeah, <clears throat> all those cold, cold nights. Yeah, I remember having to sleep in the trailblazer that I drove. Me yeah. and Cheeks both in the back seat. And yeah. Not the smallest now, people in the world. Now, now for people who are like, what, what do you, okay, Martinsville obviously was, was a racetrack when NASCAR happens. We had a deal with some people where we would go up and, and we'd work the ticket boot or the ticket scanners and we would get paid for it. So then we'd take that money and we'd use it for social events or paying for bills. So we'd go up there for a good chunk of time and we'd go, some people would come up Friday, some people would come Saturday and we'd work it. So as Taylor was saying, it seemed like any time I went up there, it was the coldest time. It was so cold. And I remember the time Taylor's talking about. I, ha- I I had a Bronco, and at one time it was I slept in the in the back seat of, or the, not even the back seat, it was the, the bed of it, with my girlfriend at the time, Jerryanna, and then Jake Stevens slept in it. But I remember I knew it was going to get down to like below freezing, and I the guys from like Radford showed up and they had Everclear. And I was like a little bit of a buzz, and I was we like, could, we couldn't get to a clarify, we could never get a fire bill. We could never get a fire bill. Hey, to clarify, this is one Everclear or still one ninety. Yes. So I sat there, and, and I was about to go to sleep, but I knew I wasn't going to sleep without freezing. So they showed up, and we had like a doo-doo, doo-doo fire built, and I was like, they were like, hey, man, they handed me this handle of Everclear, and I was like, this is the only way I'm going to be able to sleep. I turned that thing up, took me a 10-second pull. I was like, all right, fellas, I'll see you all in the morning. I was out like a rock in the back. Now you know what it feels like to be Russian. Yeah, yeah. I was out like a rock in the back of that Bronco. I I remember waking up the next morning and I had to piss. So I climbed over the big seat of my Bronco on top of Jake Stevens, rolled over him, and I opened up the side, the the driver's side door, and I'm just standing on there because it's soaking wet outside and I'm pissing. And Mark Santori, who ran our. The ran the whole thing. He comes up to wake us all up to bang on our cars and stuff. Like, hey, it's time to get up. He sees me dick out and everything. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, sorry, man. I just, I'm just unleashing just the big-ass piss that I was holding in all night as I was black out. And that was like Taylor said. It was a good time. It was, it was, it was crappy work, shitty work. But the fun. memories it was, made, it, it was, was fun. It sucked, but it was fun. Yeah, because you got to hang out. Chick Ball Alley. Chick- it's a job you can do hungover. It's a job you can do hungover. First Martinsville experience. I was like, you yeah. plugs. What was your first Martinsville experience, Evan? <clears throat> was Mark the guy, okay, was Mark the guy that always wore the sunglasses? And yes. Like, yes. Yeah. Small Italian type yeah. guy. The motherfucker, like, <laughs> fucked with me hardcore the yeah. first night yeah. down yeah. there. Yep. I got way too drunk. Yeah. Uh, now, one of my favorite stories, and Cheeks, I'll, I'll give him a quick shout out. 
we went up there my senior year, and I knew I couldn't stay for Saturday night because it was Kyle Mega's formal, and I was dating to Kyle Mega. So we went up Friday, and we worked the truck race and all this stuff. So Cheeks and I went up there, and we show up, and they let it, they worked us for like two hours. And they were like, y'all are good to go. We were like, wait, two hours of work? They let us loose. So we went back to the truck. We loaded up our pockets with beers, and we started walking around a NASCAR race. We were getting free dip, free whatever, free combos, everything. So we get highly intoxicated, and we, we stroll back. And we're sitting there, and they got my truck bed open, like we're tailgating, and we're like, we got to order pizza. And this is that time, I think it was Pizza Hut or Pop, I think it was Pizza Hut. They had the stuffed crust, bacon and cheddar cheese stuffed crust. So we order it, but the pizza man can't find where we are. So Cheeks and I, drunk as hell, are walking down this alleyway trying to find this pizza man to find us. He finally pulls up, we get the pizza, and we mash this pizza, all right? So we mash this pizza, and then after we pass out, like Cheeks is passed out in the bed of my Bronco. I'm passed out in a, in a fold-out chair. We sleep, and all of a sudden we wake up. It's marketing. and they're done for work today. Like, hey, you guys want to go eat our spaghetti dinner? Hell yeah, we eat some more free food. So we roll over the spaghetti dinner, and we're still pretty drunk after we finish two pizzas, and we're pounding the spaghetti dinner. They're like, hi, you guys okay? Like, why are you so hungry? We're like, hey, we're just eating. <laughs> then finally people showed up, and we cut loose. We started a fire, had fun. Uh, we worked the next day, and then we had to leave a little bit early. To, I had to leave a little early to go back to Kyle Mega's formal, but that was always the fun times where you'd come back, no voice, you know, feeling like doo-doo, but it's just memories. You know, you're making memories. Right? I remember them giving us those steaks, and those were the worst, uh, the worst steaks right. that you could imagine. Well, well here, here's a good story with Martinsville. The one thing you did not want to happen is to be assigned Chicken Bone Alley. It's the worst. Chick bone alley. Chick bone. Unless yeah, you, you, you have some chick bone. old redneck to give you clues while you're yeah. at work. All right, so <laughs> for those who don't know. Y'all, <laughs> y'all just laughed at me. I was like, what's chick bone alley? And y'all just laughed. Yeah, so for those who don't know, basically your job is is to stand um, as far to the track <laughs> as you possibly can in between the fence and the crowd. And you're to hold a sign that basically says, step away from the fence. Essentially, <laughs> and about every two to four seconds, you're getting hit in the back of the head with rubber. And um, if you don't have earplugs in, you probably won't be able to hear for the rest of your life going forwards. The, the yeah, rubber comes alley. from the cars. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 from the racetrack because you're it. right there near the track. And as cars are going around, it's like basically uh, spitting up rubber. No, so that's the one job like, you did. Not you did but the positive, you're like, you're like six feet. But the, the positive Chickbone Alley was. I remember I worked there for a little bit. Is you had these rednecks that were right there in the front of the line, and you were closer to the track, like you just said, you got hit with rubber and everything. But before the race would start, these rednecks would be like, Woo! You got the best job in life! And I remember taking, they had me sandwiches, oh, they yeah. had me packs of crackers, they had me a flask, and I took some moonshine flask hit while I was working. <laughs> like, threw me off. They would have like their like kids with them. Yeah. Like six years old, four yep. years old, whatever. And these kids. I swear to God, they knew how to throw up the middle finger. <laughs> That's true. He's right. Yeah. But in Martinsville, by having Chick-fil-A, you have the best view of the crowd. You did. You yeah. see everybody. So you see 
everything. They hey, do. you do that, you're a man of the people. Yeah. You are. But, at, you. but after about an hour of that, of rubber pelting you in the face, you were like, <laughs> I need to get done. the hell out of here. You're done. This is terrible. Luckily, I, 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 did, I wore a hoodie and yeah. I have a hoodie on. Oh, it was bad. Yeah, yeah. did that job one time, it was the last time. And it's cold, too. It was always yep. cold. And you're standing there, the cars are just flying by. Yeah. The worst is when you're at practice and it's one car. Yeah. And it's just, you're there just, so Josh, what you, what you got? Uh, one of my favorite stories, or what I, I liked as far as memory was the. Uh, I know Taylor talked about earlier. They had what was called we called it the frat park, and so what it was it was four KDR brothers lived in an apartment. It was close to the house, and that was kind of where you did your pregame. You you would go there and you know have a good time and let loose beforehand. You have Bell call you and say, "Hey, you guys need to come to the house and make a party over here." Because <laughs> there's nobody here. And anyways, um, one night we we came back, we partied. Well, I remember walking in, and this is I hope Peter doesn't call, but uh, Trey Leacher was uh, walking in, and some random cat was in the apartment, and he did not, and he did not take too kind to that, and uh, and uh, just. Got him out of there. Let's put it that there way. There you go. There you go. So, uh, but anyways, my, one of my cool stories about that was, is so I was he pounded the pussy. Yeah. <laughs> he, he got, he, he made sure that was out <laughs> um, But, but anyway, so I, I ended up passing out of there. I was laying there that night. And I woke up the next morning. And I'm telling you, this place was a wreck. I mean, there's pizza boxes, there's drinks, there's cans and everything. So I wake up that morning. I'm on the, I slept on the floor, by the way, which is kind of my spot. You know, I thought it was pretty, pretty well. And all I see is just a straight, as straight as an arrow, just line of ants. Just from, <laughs> from the kitchen to the door to the patio. This just, is after I moved that. Just, just, just right through, just right through the line. And uh, I'm like, I just look over and I'm like, all right, well, there's just a line of ants here. And yeah, no big deal. And uh, as, I, as I'm waking up at that point, some, somebody, some girl had stayed there that night and she's trying to get a ride back to the, back to the dorms. So she's trying to wake Taylor up, who is the hardest sleeper you have ever met in your entire life. Loudest. Loudest. I mean, you can hear him snoring from two rooms away. Doesn't bother me. And she goes in, and there's this faint knock, and it's like, Taylor, Taylor, I'm like, and I just immediately wake up and go, that's not going to work. And so I think that's probably one of a a cool moments of experiencing the frat apartment. To to add to the frat apartment, one thing that kind of blew my mind is the pizza boxes. Yeah. So, so for those who don't know... That was Trent. That was all Trent. Well, it was Trent Cheeks. Now, now, this is the crazy thing about it. Okay, now you take a set of pizza boxes and stack them up so they touch the ceiling. Yeah. But to do that, like, four wide was phenomenal. Yeah. Four wide. Well, granted, it, Jacob also worked at a movie theater, <laughs> and he brought all these posters there. And they were the from the yeah. wall. The big bag of yeah. popcorn. I popcorn. 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 That was after I graduated. Man. <laughs> hey, hey, you needed a little bit of some food, man. <laughs> man, that yeah. one popcorn bag stayed there now, forever. Yeah, I got to get a couple of popcorn. All right, I got a story. So, this is back in 2010. Um, we had bought, or not bought, we were living in a fraternity house, and two houses beside it were rented by brothers. The one in the middle, um, let's just say it was kind of loosely occupied, and um, one of the brothers that lived there, I'll admit his name, 
but he lived off of a bag of popcorn. <laughs> and to just to kind of just go a little further with it, Perfect. the the poverty of this this house Perfect. was for the first two months they didn't pay a single utility bill. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. yeah. So when no it came water. to water, they come over to our house to use the bathroom, shower. Uh, when it came to uh, energy, you know, they come over there to charge your phones. And um, you could pay them in cigarettes to go clean your house. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so it was almost like a form of uh, served them to an extent where yes, you could pay them with you know beer, and they basically do just about anything. It's kind of sad actually. But um, long story short, one of the roommates that lived there didn't really take too kindly to the situation, and uh, stole somebody's Xbox. <laughs> and put a kit in a freezer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. You guys, Peter's going to hit us Long up. <laughs> Peter's yeah. hitting us up hard. Peter's hitting us up hard. All right, so Harley, yeah. what you got? Uh, I mean, I don't know if you guys know or not, but college got a little bit more PC since you guys left. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Thanks, so put it nicely. Thanks, um, Yeah, but you can't do a whole, whole lot anymore. But I kind of came in at a weird time where – the fraternity was transitioning from a little bit more countryside to kind of like more diverse, and and now it's if you show up you wouldn't recognize it. But uh, I think my favorite memories were just late nights in general. Um, not necessarily one specific memory, but just late nights. We'll tell tell about what late night is. Yeah, so uh, late nights, Wednesday nights, um, school night. You know, you show up at the house. Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday. About nine, ten o'clock. Everybody shows up. It's hangout. Uh, it's transitioned a little bit now to where late night's more of a party than anything else. But when I came in, late night was just you, you hang out with your brothers, you hang out with your brother's friends, and you have a good time. And to be fair, I think late night recruited more members than almost anything else because you just got to hang out and talk. So I've seen late night go from anything from just hanging out, drinking a few beers, to having a hookah there, to now a full-blown party. And I mean, when I first came in, I, I was recruited by, through late night. I was technically in the formal class, but I wasn't. I was right after formal was done, so they recruited me like a couple of days after formal recruitment was done. And I came to a late night, and a good buddy of mine, Drew Grice, was talking to me. And turns out we had dirty Grice. Dirty, dirty Grice. Grice. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out we had the same um, major and everything. We always achieved both double majors and everything, and uh, really, really hit it off. And then the next late night I showed up to, I thought, you know what? I, I want to rush this fraternity. I got sh- to show off these guys. <clears throat> so I brought a whole fifth of Jack Daniels. And should have brought Evan Williams. Yeah. Jack Daniels. We got some upstairs. <laughs> but uh, so I, I, I pretty good upstairs. beer pong. So I played beer pong for a little bit throughout the night. And then coming around, talked to everybody I needed to talk to, kissed ass to the president because I thought I had to. And then I got real, real drunk and had about a couple shots left in my Jack Daniels bottle. I walked to the living room, and I was pointing at some random guy. Didn't know who he was, and I went, you want me to finish this? <laughs> and he said, of course, hell yeah. So I did, and I downed it. Does it sound like Carpenter? I don't know. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's that's true. Like He's not going to listen. He's not going to listen. I miss Carpenter. I really do. Yeah, he, he, he was a good pace. But, um... <laughs> So I, I downed it and good face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's a good face for fraternity. He, he, he contributed a lot. Um, yeah. So I downed it, and next thing I know, I was all right at the time too. So like, I, I just definitely could not get in trouble. And then next thing I know, I'm passed out in the back of somebody's car with a trash bag over my face, going back to my building. That's terrible. It does sound terrible. But I'm an RA, in, and I walk in the building, get up to my floor, and as I'm getting into my door. One of the other RAs come around the corner, and they go, 
Harley, can, can I talk to you for a minute? I, I was pissed drunk. I couldn't, I couldn't talk to you if I wanted to. I had like three friends with me, so I backpedal holding the wall, and I looked at her and I went, yeah, what's up? <laughs> and she goes, are you drunk? And I went, nah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> she goes, okay, well, do you need me to call the ambulance? And I was like, nah, nah, I'm, I'm going to go here. I'm asleep. She goes, okay. So I went there and slept. Showed up the next morning. Everyone in the house had either a picture, a video, uh, or some story to tell me what I had done that night. And it was great because it was Thursday morning. I had class the next day. So that's, that's why I love late nights because they're just, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. And the people that show up, they're never the same. And if they are, you recognize them and you get to be good friends with them. It's funny how you describe late night because when we were in it, it was a little bit different. Well, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I mean, you're old. Late night. Whoa. Whoa. I hit 30 yet. Calm down. Calm down. All right. So, Easy, what you got? Man, so this is really tough because, you know, I got, on one hand, I got, I could talk about. Fifth dimension. Yeah, the dimensions. Like, I don't want to do that. Y'all go to sleep, so yeah. stay away from the dimensions. No, I thoroughly, listeners. I thoroughly enjoy the dimensions. I'll stay. I'll talk with Evan all day about dimensions, but especially because I sent him to uh, what's that show? Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Yeah. I watched Stranger. I watched Stranger Things, and as soon as they started talking about dimensions, I was like, Oh my gosh! I've had this convo with Evan so many times. <laughs> Sorry, right, let's stay away from that. Watch the Stranger Things if you have not yet. But go ahead, Evan. Um, so I decided to go with one of the stories um, that really led me to the, well, I'll say like, it's one of my fondest moments that like solidified the brotherhood and it's got to be honestly my initiation night. And I know it sounds really cheesy, no, that's good. Mean, but um, just that night solidified my memory just because uh Everything that happened, I mean, yeah, I had people take care of me. I got, I got a little too. <laughs> I remember that kind of, yeah. Um, you, you. Were, if I can ask, what, what was your, what was your family drink? It was, it was Evan Williams. Well, I've got some upstairs. I got some upstairs. Of course it was. I got some upstairs. So, what awesome. made this night so special? Right. That's, that's what I'm curious uh, about. So, yeah. I, I showed up and um, Raspberry, my big, <laughs> was there, and he had two bottles of Eat Up. One for him, one for me. So we each take the bottle. the bottle and we kill the bottle and uh, like I have some I have a bit more drink I think uh, um, some girl there uh, what was her name? I don't know, say her name yeah. you had a girl there okay uh, she, <laughs> no, a girl there uh, she, she gave me like shots of like yeah captain or something something yeah anyways I got really drunk I remember I shut off the music in the middle of the party and I was the only pledge that like semester two so I felt really special. He was, but he ended up being the only one. That's right. I forgot you ended up being the only one. New Alpha. He was the only one because everybody else quit. Yeah, you're right. Probably the worst pledge class ever, New Alpha. I would say worst ever. I was pledge of the semester. I got the plaque. He did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, so I shut the music off in the party. Everyone turned around and looked at me, and I like passed out on the floor. I remember Clayton and some other people helped me upstairs, took care of me, and um, prevented me from, like, dying. and Dying. Well, that's good. I, like, uh, so the, the bad part is I pulled my pants down and started <laughs> pissing myself in the middle of the room. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. oh, wait. That's true. That's and, true. And so, like, uh, Clayton... 
Clayton, uh, he let me sleep on his floor, you know, took care of me. <laughs> and he wakes up in the middle of the night, he turns his, like, light on. He just looks at me. He's like, yeah, what are you doing? I'm just sitting there. Uh, actually, wait, wait, hold up. So I got up first. I, I was trying to get out. So I tried to crawl out the window. They pulled me back in. I get up and I try to go, like, through the door, but it was it bolted from the inside. And I fell back down. And I just like gave up and just started pulling my yeah. pants down. And wow, this is an embarrassing story. And back in these days, uh, <laughs> let's just say uh, toilet paper was scarce. Yeah, yeah. So so I went and got one one sheet of toilet paper and cleaned it up. Uh, and that's actually the last thing I remember. The next thing I know, I woke up in the morning. I was downstairs, shirtless, wearing an extra large Columbia fleece, and it was someone else's diamond. <laughs> I was passed out on top of a giant pink stuffed dolphin with PBR spray painted on it. Yes, cigarette butts put out on it. My shoes were like off my feet, tied together, just like laying over somewhere. My big brother is passed on the other couch, like upside down. And um, yeah, that was, that's, uh, I guess, a my, fond memory. My fond memory. <laughs> Have you been that yeah. drunk since? Oh, yes, yeah. plenty yes. of times. Yeah. You sound like a pretty rash drunk. Yeah, no. Your bachelor party was. Yes, bachelor. Wait, listen, uh, that's, you that's don't, a, you're never going back my GPS either. You don't need that now. You wait, I got principal. I got my GPS stolen. Holy too. shit, dude. I actually have that. It's, it's, it's I okay. Have no idea where it's that another topic. He doesn't know where it is. It's All okay. Right. Let it go. I got my so, so have you, Zach, have you told yours yet? I haven't. Go ahead. Fire away. Well, um,. A lot of my best stories, honestly, center around living in the house. Yeah. And part of living there was witnessing crazy stuff like that. <laughs> but just to kind of, I guess, lump it all in together um, and not to do anything too incriminating, yeah. is I, I didn't realize how much people got drunk and pee themselves. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's a fair statement, yeah. yeah. So yeah. back in the day, um, the way we kind of uh, furnished the house is we would get couches from either the side of the road yep. or University Village. Yeah. Mainly, you know, they, would, they would refresh. They'd throw stuff out. Yeah. They'd be perfectly yeah. fine leather couches that were tore up, but hey. Yeah, as long as they had a hole in it, it was on the curb. Yeah. And yeah, we take it in. Yeah. But, um. Well, because you knew oh, in a fraternity house, there. people were going to tear shit up. <laughs> Regardless of whatever, how nice it was, it was going to get stole, it was going to get ripped, it was going to get peed on, it was going to get peed Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So you didn't want anything too nice. So why not take hand me downs? Because at least you couldn't be too upset if somebody peed on a. Hand me down couch, so. All right, so I'm going to, like, kind of throw together three okay. different stories that all kind of deal with living in the house. So one of them, okay, we got a brother who is just, like, kind of in between living somewhere. Yeah. And he needs somewhere to stay. And in addition to this, he needs somewhere to put his stuff. One of the things he owns is a weight bench. Okay. Okay, and he puts it upstairs of all places. So imagine carrying up a weight bench up the stairs and then putting it there. Well, um... On top of moving the weight bench upstairs, that's where he slept. Nowhere else in your life will you ever witness somebody living in a house and sleeping on a weight bench. And um, so that was interesting. And, you know, one night I got drunk, he threw it down the stairs. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, another night, okay, um, got a bro- you know, person uh, who stayed the night, got a little too tipsy, and ended up peeing himself and then slept downstairs, okay? Mm-hmm. I wake up the next morning and... It smells like somebody just, like, got up, pissed all over my pillow, and it just felt horrible. So I, I get up, and I start to investigate, because, like, whatever it is has to go. And uh, I open the door, the smell gets stronger. I take a few steps. 
get stronger. And I realized whatever that smell is is coming from downstairs. So I moved downstairs, and there he is. And he had soiled himself all over the couch. And he wakes up and is like, hey, can I take a shower and borrow some clothes? It's like, shower? Yes. Clothes? Probably not, but we'll, we'll see. So a little backstory: my, my mom had went to Myrtle Beach the, um, a couple weeks before, and it came back with a shirt, and it was right after Saddam Hussein was uh, executed. <laughs> yeah, no. And on the shirt it said, um, rest in piss, Saddam Hussein. <laughs> so as he gets out of the shower... I'm like, all right, I got some clothes he can borrow. But the funny part is, he didn't shower. Uh, For whatever reason, you know, the shower was, like, compromised. He didn't shower. So I give him the shirt. I let him borrow some clothes. And I'm like, all right, you got to take us to the calf now. Like, I'm letting you borrow my nice shirt. It's a brand new shirt I've never worn before. You got to take us to the calf. It's like, all right, all right, I'll take you to the calf. (laughs) Name name who it is. So, yeah, anyways, just like college in general, you just see things you would never expect, crazy stories that just don't make sense, and people, you know, do things that are absurd and they're fun to observe. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, in college, you know, you have people taking aspirin to save money on beer. You got people sleeping on balconies um, for no reason. Uh, The neighbors are too loud. Even though we're the loudest people on the block, they're cutting their power off. You know, just crazy stuff. Doesn't even make sense. Neighbors. Yeah. I'll start mine (laughs) off as in when I got to college, there's no way I ever thought I'd ever join a fraternity. When I was in high school, it was like, you know, people, you know, your senior year in high school, like, oh, you're going gonna to rush? And I had no idea what rush was. I had this and this. <clears throat> so I never thought I would. And I was in this uh, a long, uh, a long distance, yeah, long distance relationship. And we ended up breaking up by October. Anyway, long story short, finally it rolled around. And I was going to parties with Paul Gorman because he was like all about going Greek. And I was like, I'm just trying to meet people because I didn't meet anybody my first semester, my freshman year. So we meet people. I ended up getting a bid. I had no idea what that meant. Took it, and I was like, why not? Let's meet some more people. So pledge and all this and that. I'll save you all the the, the wild details for Fast later. Post, post-podcast <laughs> or later on if you want to ask me all those. So, one, as nobody said it, but, you know, the thing you miss from college and being in fraternity is just being around a group of people that obviously you're going to – cuss out, you're going to fight, but you're also going to have good-ass times with. You've got a guaranteed group of people that, hey, let's go party, let's go do something stupid, which you should do some stupid things in college. I mean, as long as you're not, yeah, when else? As long as you're not, you know, maybe you'll get arrested, but try to avoid it, but it's okay not to do anything, not, not anything too crazy. I'm not saying, you know, anything crazy with women or this and that. Just have some fun, be dudes and this and that. So, one of my, I've got a ton of stories, but I just don't have the time. We could do 15 million podcasts <laughs> with my stories. But I'm going to bring up uh, conclaves. Conclaves is one of those things where it was our fraternity. They've stopped it now, but you used to, uh, once a year, you'd go to a different fraternity's uh, campus, and you would just hang out with the brothers, and they'd just do a lot of different shops. It's supposed to be like leadership, yeah, leadership yeah. shops, team educational building. team building, all this. So one of the crazy ones was, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of shout out a couple names here because because they got kicked off campus a while ago. Mm-hmm. Was I went to it was it was up in VT, and I remember meeting the boys from Penn State, 
And I remember, like, we, we did some stuff here and there, but I remember these guys from Penn State, and they're now kicked off campus. And so is Yeah, VT got kicked off. I didn't know that. Well, at the time, well, they're, wow. Well, at the time, I met some guys from VT, and we were hanging out. And I remember talking to them about, hey, what's your process, this and this, and we're not going to get into all that. But I remember them telling me some things like, wait, you do that? And you don't even know the basics of what we should know? They're like, no. Nah. And I was like, how long is your pledge process? And they were like, oh, it's it's a year and a half. I'm like, a year oh, and a half? Shit. Yeah. That's a long and, and there's some things that they did that were like, there's no way I would ever do that ever can imagine. Because it was nuts. And I'm not going to out them on what they were doing. And they were getting by with it. And they eventually caught up to them and they got busted for it. But I was like, wow. But it was still good to meet those guys. But they had no idea what anything meant, you know, being a fraternity besides just what you see on movies and TV. But on top of that, one of the craziest stories was, so we were we were all boozing. I think it, we were, it was near seeing you or whatever. And we had to drive. And a couple of us were in this car. And the next morning, and, and, and we're, oh, we were in Roanoke, so we were at ODU. That's where it was. We were at ODU, Old Dominion University. And we're driving to, to, to this hotel or wherever we got to do this stuff, and a couple of us were in this car, as I said. And I was in the back seat. Another guy was in the, in the passenger seat, and, and we're driving, and we're all hungover as dog doo do. And we're riding through the hood of ODU, okay, the hood. And at one point, this guy's got to open the door and puke out of it. And as we stop at this stoplight, I'm talking, there was a baby in diapers. People had guns in their waist. And we were like, oh, my gosh, we're, we're not going to get through. He's puking on this thing. We go through the stoplight. We take a left. We keep going. And we're still trying to get to this hotel. And we, get, and we finally, and we stop at this other stoplight. And the guy's like, oh, I'm going to do it again. And literally, it was right next to a car dealership. And on the corner, there was a guy selling a car to somebody. And they're sitting there doing their whole pitch. And a buddy, my fraternity brother, pulls the door open at the stoplight and just beefs. <laughs> like, you know, the Sandlot beef when they all throw a chew in. Like, beefs everywhere. Yeah, on the spin thing. <laughs> on the yeah. spin thing. Yeah. The guy who was selling the car looks up, and the consumers look up, and they're just like, oh, my. And they just puke Not everywhere. While they're buying a car all over this, this road. Light turns green. We keep going. But on top of that, like Taylor said, we did, we did Martinsville. We, did, we also did VT games. And, and one of the craziest things was I remember – Go into VT games, mm-hmm. and we would sell. T- we would run the scanners at VT games, yeah. but it was great because they had a chapter there. So we we would stay at their fraternity house, and we would cut loose and and just have fun with a, a college. Us coming from UNCG, we didn't have a football team and this and that. And they had a football team, and they it just their, their parties. And I'm going to tell the story that Taylor didn't want to bring up, but <laughs> the one time we went to this party, and. <clears throat> And they were like, all right, it's going to be this cater here. So we show up, and we, we go to this, and this is an apartment party. And we're sitting there, and this apartment is just narrow. And we show up, and I'm like, yo, buddy, my boy Mike, Mike Prince, he's not going to listen, but he's, he's a good-ass dude, good dude. Former console. Yeah. Former, yeah, great guy at VT. I'm like, yeah, well, how are we going to eat the cake? The cake was all the way across on this, like, uh, the balcony. It's probably 100 people. 100 people in this apartment that was teeny. We couldn't make it, but luckily we brought booze. So anyway, Taylor and I finally look at each other. We, we're like, yo, dude, we're not going to make this party. And Mike Chris at the time was dating a girl, and she was ready to go. So I was like, yo, Taylor, we got to go with them. Now, this is before Uber, and we didn't want to pay cabs, and we were in Virginia Tech. We had no idea where we were. We were like, all right, let's just go ahead and catch a ride with them. So Taylor and I, as we're sitting out there, we both had two, uh, like uh, 24-ounce bottles of Mountain Dew 
and we had mixed them with Canadian Mist. Canadian Mist. Oh, no. So, so we're standing outside, oh. and we're like, all right, Taylor. Uh, me and Taylor, I was like, Taylor, let's, let's get it going. Let's just down these bottles, and let's go. So we down these bottles. But Taylor jumps up on this AC unit, and it's spinning right, and he just starts jumping. Now, if you don't know Taylor, he's a, he's a big dude. It's okay. <laughs> he all, and he's jumping up and down, and that thing goes... So I'm like, oh god, he broke it. So I down it, I down mine, and we, I mean, because we turned it up. This is before the turn up was a real turn. We turned it up, and then finally the pledge that they had at VT picked us up, and we're sitting in there, and we and Taylor get in the back of this car, and I'm lit, and I'm like, <laughs> I start saying, I start saying some things that I'm not going to repeat because it, it should not be repeated, and just talking mad trash to people as we're riding by, and we get back to the house, and we just like I said, it's one of those memories that eventually, if you have a son or daughter, and they turn 18, if they luckily, hopefully, get to 18, 19, 20 years old, who ever knows what'll happen, you know, uh, not to get too dark for a second. <laughs> But it's one of those stories, yeah, where you want to you want to tell them like you know, and we like we watched videos of our fraternity before we did this podcast. It's one of those stories where like they'll come back to you and they'll be like, "Yo, pops, you you know what beer pong is? Homegirl, homeboy. I'm, what do you mean? Do I know what beer pong is? <laughs> let's lace them up. <laughs> let's get the elbows right and let me and your mama beat your ass real quick." But you talking about some nineteen year old coming up here drinking some bush light, beat my and that's the thing is like the, the the thing I'll take from turning and hopefully people took this from from just being in college is just the the memories. You know, you always say and it's in T V yeah. shows, you made memories and you made friends and you had a good ass. Do time. what makes the best story. Yeah, it makes the best story. Legality since we've always cro- we all crossed the line, you know, not anything crazy, but that's what it is. And and that's what I think is my best and like I said, I could go on and on and on for stories, but we we you know we all could, we yeah. can't we yeah. can't go for three hours. Yeah. I mean, we could go for three hours, but ain't nobody listening for three hours. Yeah. So we're sitting here. Does anybody else have anything they just want to lay on the line? Like they got to get out. They want to tell. They want to put it on the record before we go to the notebook. Well, I think um, we do need to jump to some of the advice. Okay, you yeah. start off the advice, Zach. I'm going to take a leap. Oh yeah, absolutely. but you go ahead and fire up the advice. <laughs> But yeah, you know, part of this podcast too is also to, you know, pass some knowledge along. And, you know, the one thing that's always kind of stuck with me is what you put in is what you get out. And when I came in, one of the things that was kind of taught to me is, you know, leave it better than you found it. And that's always stuck with me. And that's beyond college. It's beyond, you know, uh, the fraternity. And I've always kind of brought that into my work life and everything else is, um, you know, if you have that mindset you're going to be successful in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, um, a lot of people in college, and we'll, we'll talk about UNCG in particular, for those who don't know, is considered a commuter campus. Jesus. And a lot of people go to UNCG, but don't take advantage of what the campus has to offer. Yeah. And Greensboro is surprisingly a pretty fun city. So, yeah, if you've ever... Um, you know, been to Greensboro, you know, it's got a historic district to it. It's got a downtown. It's um, very diverse. If you are, um, you know, from uh, like an HBCU, A&T right down the road. There's a lot of colleges around the area. So, like, literally, Greensboro has everything there could be to possibly offer. So, um, as far as, like, feedback goes, is, you know, what you put in is what you get out. And if 
You go with the mindset that this place sucks, it's not going to be fun. Yeah. Um, that's kind of a habit you build, and you're not going to enjoy what you have. But if you go in looking for opportunities, like yeah. UNCG yeah. gave me a lot of opportunities. Yeah. Um, I was a first-generation college student, um, made friends from all walks of life, from many different continents, even from India, where they have tigers and wristbands. And um, just my outlook on it is, is yeah. you know, don't be so narrow-minded and kind of uh, put yourself in a box. Like, yeah. look, for, yeah. look for the opportunity. I would pull yeah. off on that, and like you say, like, you got to, in college, if, if and obviously, hopefully there's people, I don't think there's a lot of people who are not in college listening to this because they think they know everything, but an advice for somebody who's in college, or maybe he's listening to this if they're going down to formal or whatever it was, just soak it all up because it goes so fast. Yeah. And everybody, your parents have said that, your sister, your brother, your mama, your daddy, whatever have said that. But it goes so fast, and before you know it, you're 27 years old sitting here doing a podcast in the basement <laughs> cutting loose with you oh, for life on, on a Friday night. But, hey, we have fun yeah. in the basement on a Friday night. Well, see, and, the thing about it is, if it weren't for KR, we'd all be here. That's true. Sure, that's yeah. true. We all, we all actually yeah, we all essentially yeah. met each other. Through KDR, and it, it, you know, people give it hell as in, oh, you know, I don't want to pay for my friends, this and that, but you get more than that, you know, yeah. especially at a college like UNCG, where there's very few people who are making millions of dollars. There's not, right. none of us are coming from like, some people are coming from high class homes. We all, from what I can guess, came from middle class homes, yeah. middle class yeah. families. We grew up well. We didn't have to like starve for days or worry about where our next meal was coming from, but. We didn't also worry about how many boats our parents brought home and if whatever boat I'm going to get in my wheel kind of thing. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, kind of like and, 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 so, and that's what kind of bonded us there at UNCG. So, you know, being old sake, and I don't know, young people don't want to listen to what old people have to say here and there, but that's just my advice. Just soak it up and, and yeah. Yeah, <laughs> soak it up and have fun, man, because it, it goes too quick and it goes too fast. And yeah. yeah. I mean, easily, it's, always, uh, it's always that uh, I, I always get this it's quality over quantity. Yeah. Is is really the main the main takeaway? I, I would say. Yeah. I mean, I was supposed to graduate this semester if I yeah. was doing it right. Yeah. And I couldn't imagine where my life would be if I was graduating in a month. Like, I'm nowhere near ready. I need that extra year. Yeah. And it's just it goes by so fast. You don't think about it with all you're doing in school. School is enough by itself. Yeah. Let alone what you do extracurricular, whether it's a fraternity or a club or anything yeah. like that. You get internships and practicums and you have to finish. So I couldn't imagine where I, where I would be if I didn't join this fraternity, knowing what I know now, knowing like knowing all you guys and you guys helping me out, I'd be completely lost yeah. if it wasn't for for you guys. And, and I'll say another thing is I thoroughly enjoy that we do some stuff where you know new guys come down and meet old guys and come yeah. visit, and I thoroughly enjoy the new guys coming down to meet me and Charlie, even though they're in Greensboro, because we have fun with them. We cut loose, we play video games, we just hang out, eat pizza, whatever, and. It's good to, you know, being, you know, 27, you know, going on 28 this year, it's still good to meet, which is my bottling that I'll meet somebody who'll be 18, who'll be 10 years younger than me. That means when I was 18, they were eight years old, and it's just, I can't, we're not going to go through the whole thing, but I thoroughly enjoy them coming back and still having, you know, cutting loose regardless of the situation, so. Well, my thing is, is you never know who you're going to meet. I yeah. mean, you never know. And who's going to help you out. Who's going to help you out. I mean, yeah. just kind of taking it from me and my sense, I mean, my, my boss is an old KDR. I mean, we kind of made that mutual connection um, just through the journey. So it's always it never turn on conversation. Meet as many people as you possibly can. Yep. And make, make connections and friendships as often as possible. Yeah. So. Easy. You've been having something to say for a while. I've seen your hand up. Yeah. No, I was, I was just going to say, like, 
uh, you know, to all the guys out there, one of the most important things you can do as a man is figure out what your kind of uh, other place is going to be. You know, whether it's a corner bar or a group of guys that you can just go shoot the shit with, grab some beers. Like as a man, one of the most important things in your life is to is to have that. Yeah. You have to have it. If you don't have that, like you're you're gonna be stressed out. You're not you're not gonna be fulfilled. Yeah. So one thing the fraternity does is it provides that place for you. It provides that house. It provides that brotherhood. It provides the memories and the experiences that allow you to get that fulfillment. That if you all you did was just academics or even just intramurals, you know you're still missing out on something. Yeah. So the most important thing a fraternity is, I think, to a young man is to be that place, that space where they can go and be with other like-minded men, like united around an idea in brotherhood. Yep. And that's yep. the most important idea, and I think that's what drew me to KDR. Yeah. So, yeah, and Evan Hub Corner Bar, so Kenny. Yeah. yeah. So, so what we're doing right now is, if you're hearing Paige's turn, if you've never listened before and if you're still hanging on with us, we appreciate it. We've got a notebook filled with tons of questions, um, Ton added by me, Jerrianna, a bunch of us who've come out of the basement. And a bunch of them have been added by now our new thing is you take a question, you add a question. So every new guest is going to answer a question, and then after the podcast is over, they're going to write their own question in. That being when they – if they end up – that question gets chosen, they shout out, and then I get to tag them in it so then they can listen to the responses. So for our guest, Taylor, it's been – well, I guess we're going to go through one, two, three, four, five because y'all haven't been here for a while. Mm. All of y'all are going to choose a question. Zach's in the book right now. Have you have you figured out a question? I'm down to two. Okay. But yeah. I'll make it happen on okay, the Okay, just one. Okay, let's go. Can, can What's I the question? for a minute right. just, just to kind of give you guys a good heads up? Yeah. Um, Greek Week was this week Yeah. for, for you guys. Uh, KDR just won the main event for Greek Week. Nice. As a oh, cool deal. Nice. nice. So, Fantastic. I, I think we had something to do with that. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, it had to be us. Good yeah. vibes. All right, Zach, what's your question? Well, what before you we get to that question, there's something in here, and it just has the words gonorrhea. And then, <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to throw that out there. It's not okay. a question, but you know, yeah. gonorrhea, jeeps, that's something yeah. to do with each other. Yeah. I don't know. That's All a right. post-podcast if yeah. you want to know oh, yeah. the story. <laughs> okay. So um, I think we have the more fun one. Okay. And it's um, basically, I kind of lost it, but I'll just Now, and also, it. if you don't know, he's going to ask the question from the book, and everybody's going to answer. Yeah. So go ahead. Okay. So it's basically if you're stranded on an island with one person, celebrity, whatever, who would it be? Who's that? Is that from somebody? Or is it uh, It's right here. Oh, that's a Jerry and when she wrote that. Okay. Yeah. If you were stranded on an island, what was it? With one person, celebrity, whoever. Who would it be? Who, who would you want be? to be stranded on an island with? Yeah. Oh, right. All right. Evan, you can start looking. Uh, all right. So, wait, we're all doing a different question? Yeah, well, no, we're all going to answer that question, okay. and then we'll go to – Evan's going to choose a question. No, give me a Sharpie, Taylor. If I was stranded on an island, who would I want to be with? I, I have to say my wife. That's just – Evan, can you check that question off? That Zach just did. I'm going to say my wife. I'm straight on an island. That's me. That's easy. So just check it? Yeah, just check it off. Anybody else? Who's up? Come on. Dude, you know what? I, I can't follow you and say my girlfriend because she would just well, if I didn't say that. Okay. Wait, I'm going to pick some of this. I'm going I'm to go a little off okay, the chart. Okay, do it. I'm going to say Bear Grylls. Because, I mean, if I'm straight on an island, I don't know Jack Crack. That's true. Fair and enough. He's, he's going to get me through it. So okay. I'm, I'm going to pick Bear Grylls. All right. Josh. Ooh, I'm straight on an island. Ooh. Tread lightly. 
I'm red lightly. I got I gotta pull it uh I'm I'm taking my sweet thing. There you go. We're gonna, we're gonna be there. She may not listen, but at least you're being safe. <laughs> I'm gonna say that. Who's your sweet thing? <laughs> Give her, there you go. Shout okay. Out, Evan, where you at? Who you stranded on the island with? Who you choosing? Damn. Um on the fucking island? Yes. Just out in the middle of the ocean. Yes. <laughs> That's it. That's a good one. Island is, yeah. <laughs> that would be this little bit of yeah. Damn, dude. Not a gold. Uh, in the middle of Idaho. <laughs> All right. Um, pick somebody. Fuck. Uh, surrounded by jellyfish. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, fuck me. I guess just like, um, pick a person, man. Jennifer Lopez. Just one. Just, Ooh, man. Like, He's like a really hot celebrity, I guess. Um, what do you, what do you, how do you not know a hot celebrity? What kind of feedback on that? All right, you think about it. Taylor's up. I'm looking at this. I would have to be Kate Upton. Kate Upton. I'm going to take that. All right, Zach, where are you at? All right, so my initial thought was like Victoria. Yeah. That's my fiance and all that. But then I was like, well, wait a minute. I want to live. Oh, I'm really. All right, all right. Now look. Now, to me, after kind of thinking about it for a minute, it's kind of an obvious choice. Yeah. Bear Grylls. He already oh, said, said it. Exactly out of the room. Yeah, that. that's, that's fine. He can still answer yeah, that same thing. But, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, you talk about on an island. Like, you know, yeah. would I rather die in love and young or live, I don't know. You know All what right. I'm saying? Yeah. All right. Bear Grylls. Evan, where you at? I got my thing. All right. So this is going to sound fucked up. But it's okay. The fattest motherfucker in the world because of shit. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> shit is the fan. Oh, that's fantastic. All right. That's a good. Side note, do not support cannibalism. <laughs> <laughs> I caught half that. Uh, all right, Evan, what's your question? You found one yet? Yeah, I'm just gonna pick one. All right. Wait, it can't be checked off. It cannot be one that's oh. checked off. Alright. As he's looking, we'll do a quick keep this looking. Is good. I'll, I'll choose this. Oh, okay, go ahead, go ahead. Alright. What is one thing you have seen in your life that you wish you could unsee? That was my oh. number two. Alright, we'll check it off. Let me go first. <laughs> oh. I'm not gonna tell a story or anything, I'm just gonna say Cody Carpenter. <laughs> 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 What is one thing? Oh, oh okay. I got it. Go ahead. Oh. So, we had to install cameras one year at the house for security reasons. Um, little did we know what we would find on those cameras. So, you guys know Zach West. Yeah. Go ahead and call yeah. him out. Yeah. You mean Zach uh, East. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Zach East. Um, good old Zach East. Zach. Decided to get just extremely obliterated off his Carvassier... Always. And delirium one night. Always. And he was in the basement, butt-ass naked, on the sugar pole. It wasn't an official sugar pole. It was a support holding the house up. But he, he used like a sugar pole. Butt-ass naked in the basement. It just turns out. Downstairs? downstairs? Yeah, downstairs. Wow. And the new cut, if you guys, you guys have been there. Um, yeah, so he used that as a sugar pole. And just so happens, we had a camera pointed right at that pole. Mm. And that, that, that video went around for quite a while. All I gotta say is extortion. You can make yeah. a lot of money. <laughs> I'll say mine, and I'm not not too upset about it, but Paul Gorman, and I'll say his name, was he has no shame. A lot of times when he gets too drunk, he ends up in a shower butt. Well, obviously we all go to shower butt naked, but he ends up in a shower butt naked, sitting on the corner floor, or just, just the water pouring on him while he's moaning and chanting lyrics or something. 
And I pulled him out of a shower multiple times <laughs> just to help him out. From my freshman year on, I found him one night. I came back from a party, and it was my freshman year, and I went to take a leak in Ragsdale Minute Hall, and I was like, who in the hell is taking a shower at 4 a.m.? And the door's wide open, the curtain's wide open, and it's Paul Gorman, who doesn't even live there. And he's taking a shower there, and I pulled him out and tucked him away here and there. So that would be something I wouldn't want to see a naked Paul Gorman. But, you know, you help your friends out. But that would, that's the only thing I can think of right now. Mine kind of bounces off that, I guess, kind of say you wouldn't want to see, you know, your boy in a, in a certain situation. Yeah. I have a friend of mine. It was his birthday one time. <laughs> and um, he, 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 he pushed it to the max, you know. And um, he comes home. He, he, we had left him. He had, he had a little sweet thing he picked up that night. He goes home and it's his birthday. You know, have fun. So we come back about an hour later, and, and I walk in, and I can tell. Were you there for that? No, I think Taylor was there for that. And uh, we walk in a couple other buddies of ours, and all we see is there's a there's a st- distinct odor coming from from the bathroom over there, <laughs> and, and, and my boy had. <laughs> Had thrown up in the bathroom, you know. He, he had a he had a little bit of drink, so uh, he he had vomited all over the bathroom. But he had also uh, come out the other end as well on himself. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a uh, qu- quite an event a that night. It was two. It was a two for yeah. one special that night. Uh, yeah. So you, you you get it off of him. You throw him in the shower. And Not the cookout special. But yeah, it was, it was a cookout special, but a, a two for one. Mm-hmm. You know, happy birthday. Right. Um, good deal. So. Well, I guess to build off that one, um, I had one story I was thinking about telling, but that one's honestly a little too graphic. Yeah. So uh, the next one is um, not so much seeing, but smelling. So um, just a little backstory. Had some friends who lived in a house, and um, to describe the house, every single bathroom in the house was in a bedroom. And they were feeling, I guess, like very charitable one night, and um, a homeless guy needed somewhere to stay. And, you know, they're doing the right thing, and um, they let this guy sleep in the living room on a couch. Well, you know, if every bathroom's in the bedroom and all the bedrooms are locked, and you got to go to the bathroom, you're kind of pigeon-held. So, long story short, he takes a giant doo-doo in a trash can, and then leaves. So, um, you know, the next day they're trying to do some investigating, figure out what happened, because it just smells like doo-doo all throughout the house. Yeah. yeah. So if I could, like, undo something, you know, that, that might be at the top of the list. So Evan right now is trying to do homework at midnight. <laughs> he's got 13 minutes. He's got 13 minutes. So Evan, sit down. Hey, I got that, dude. All right, he's got it. Already so like while, while, while Harley's looking, yeah, looking, while, while looking, looking let's do a little housekeeping. First off, this notebook is brought by Triple Whammy Sauces. I can give you all guys some sauces to go home with. Um, i got plenty of samples from my boy Tyler. It's, he makes, he has three sauces. He does uh, honey mustard, an all-purpose, and a sweet heat. They're fantastic on anything you grill. Put that shit on anything. You put that shit on anything. <laughs> and if you, right now, which is it's almost an all-the-time special, if you log on to his website, TripleWhammySauces.com, use the code TheBeardsWatch, all as one word, you get 25% off your order. He sold out for Christmas. His sauces, listen, it's a boy of mine that I went to school with, I worked with. They are good sauces. I'm not just sitting here pubbing it because it's he's helping us out, but they're really good sauces. So that's the Triple Whammy Sauce Notebook. On top of that, while Holly's still looking, we're going to do a quick update on our Survivor Fantasy game. Zach's in it. On top of Alex, Jeeves, Buck, myself, 
Greg and Kaylee, Jerry, Anna, and Zach's fiance Victoria. This past week, Sandra went out. Nobody had her. So all the points remain the same. You can look at our points on any of our social medias. And the winner of that will get a, a, a pack of triple whammy on top of Jeeves just won all of our – we'll give him another shout-out. He just beat us all in the in the bracket challenge, which is unbelievable. But if you pick Tar Heels 10 years in a row, eventually you're going to get it right. So, yeah, so, so Jacob, now, now that we've been watching Survivor yeah. for a few weeks now, who do you think is going to win it all? I, this is a, who I think is going to win I'm it going all. Dark Horse, and I hate her, but I think Aubrey. Aubrey could. I, we, this is a post-podcast because we're going to burn time, but it's going to be one of the girls. I'll take a female. Yeah. But yeah, so but yeah, so our survivor fantasy game basically is we chose five. If you've never listened, we've chose five survivors, and as they go out, you get the points. You get your points totaled when they go out. So if they get voted out fourth, you get four points. Right now, I'm leading with ten points, but only have two survivors left. Jeeves is at eight. Jerry is at eight. They have two left. Zach's at seven with three left. Um, Kikaili's at three points with three left. Victoria has four left with three points. Zach has seven points with three left. And then the, the winners, who are, I think the front runners, would be Alex and Buck with one point, but they have all five survivors left because we have auto bonuses. And But I think Victoria's a dark horse. She's got four left with three points, but I think she could pull it off. And Ty has... Two hidden idols, which could play a point with the auto bonus. Can't believe he made it through the last yeah, round. Yeah, unbelievable. Wow. So, Carly, you got a question now? Yeah, man. So, right, fire away. If anybody's listening that I know who are listening and told us in, they know I have a soft spot for Disney. Oh, um, there you go. But I decided not to ask a Disney question just oh. because of what we've been talking about recently. So, oh, I'm out of people in trouble now. Okay. Um, I know most of us significant others, so my my question is going to be shout out to Gavin for writing this one. Oh, I know um, who this is. It's good. Yeah. If you give your significant other a stripper name. Yes. What would it be? He's been waiting for this. Gavin's, Gavin put this question in months ago. And I asked Jerry what it would be. Uh, oh, I know what it is. Princess Jerry. That would be my, that would be Jerry and his preference. Ooh. There it is. Mine's kind of easy. Vic Nasty. Okay. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. Who's up? Mm. I don't have a significant other. Well, you got to come. Okay, then what would your stripper name be? Can I pick Josh's? My stripper name would be Big Sexy. There you go. Big Sexy. (laughs) Josh, what would Amy's stripper name be? Ooh, man, that's a tough one. You got to answer. Pearl to you, clap. (laughs) (laughs) Let it matter. That was good. Wow. I would say Honeydew. (laughs) Honeydew. 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 I like Honeydew. That's good. Easy. That's good. What would your stripper name be? My stripper name would be E Nasty. Yeah, it already exists. I'm already, that's already one of my nicknames, so I gotta take it. <laughs> that's just too easy. Fire, 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 fire. So I have to other. Her name's her name's Allison. Um, she's off visiting App State, or was to earlier today for Um She loves Disney as much as I do. Yeah. So hers probably would be um, Princess. Yeah. Is yeah. Princess kid? Yeah. Josh, did you check that question off, Harold? I did. Yeah, right. I did. Yeah, so we, got, we got two more left. All right. Go ahead. You got it? Well, I got it. Um, all right. what, what is the greatest Madden of all time and why? Oh, God. Let me go first. Let me go first. Let me go first. Is this from who? Wes. Wes. Oh, Wes. Great question. We got Gavin. We got Wes. We're going to tag a bunch of people. My favorite Madden of all time is Madden 07 with Michael Vick yep. up front. Ooh, it's the best Madden of all time. It just had everything in it. It wasn't too high tech. 
Uh, Michael Vick was the ultimate. He's been the best Madden player ever created in the history of Madden, besides Bo Jackson, but I was on a live on Bo Jackson, the simpler ones. But Madden 07 with, with Mike Vick on the front. I played that, memorized all the songs. I memorized the Good Charlotte songs, all the rap songs, everything. I played so much of that. Madden 07 is my greatest Madden of all time. Game changer. Yeah. Well, Zach agrees. Yeah. I mean... I have to kind of concur. Yeah, that was, that was the man I got. I was it was like senior high school. Yeah. Like that's what I was playing. Like that that is. And Matt knows seven with him on it was like Vic. Vic is yeah unstoppable. Yeah, he was. He was unstoppable. I, hate, I hated it in tra- transition. Yeah. Evan, you concur? Yeah. Yeah. Harley's texting and Allison making sure she's not stripping right now. So. <laughs> Evan is in that closet. We're the five minute countdown right now. Some <laughs> Uh, I'm over halfway done. Yeah, exactly. Like ten minutes to go. <laughs> yeah, no, seven. Exactly. seven. All right, so here we are. Did you check your question off? Yeah, the sure. right. So we had Wes. We had who else? We had uh, Gavin. Gavin. Okay. Gavin. Yeah. Gavin's gonna be hyped that we finally chose. Oh, his finally. Question. Yeah. I mean, I wish I, I wish Evan would pick something better than something else. All right, who you got? All right, I'm gonna go with. I see where you're going. Question by Rose. Look at you. And the name is three. Name your favorite Disney movie. This is good. Oh, see, I was gonna pick that. One. Yeah, that I good. love Disney movies. All right, go ahead. My favorite Disney movie will probably be The Fox and the Hound. Oh, you stole mine! <laughs> you stole mine! Growing up, I loved that movie, and I still I watch that movie to this day. Okay. Great movie. So, God, you my, stole my, mine. Mine's gonna be The Little Mermaid. I've always had a crush on Little Mermaid. You stole mine again. That's, 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 that's my favorite Disney movie. There you go. Yeah. Little uh, shout out to Rose uh, when I was listening to her podcast. I actually knew a girl from high school. My yeah. last name was Wynn. Yeah, but it's it spelled the same oh, way. Really? Same way. Okay, yeah, yeah, nice. Vietnamese. Yeah. Okay. So when I was like, um, before I even watched it, I like already know how to say it, so yeah. it's interesting. But um, anyways, uh, favorite Disney movie, um, Gotta Go with the Lion King. Wow. Uh, uh, yeah, you won't. Okay. Yeah. Evan. Favorite Disney movie. All right. Uh, favorite Disney movie. Ooh. Okay. And you already said Lion King, so I'm not gonna say. It. All right. Uh, <laughs> yo, I really like Pirates of the Caribbean. That's a Disney movie. That's a good one. It's a good yeah, one. Jo- Johnny Depp's my boy. Yeah. Yeah. Jack Sparrow's my. All right. It's my deal. So my first one would have been Fox and the Hound. My second one would probably be a Little Mermaid. Yeah. Flounder. Josh is going to remind me. Flounder quite yeah. a bit actually. I appreciate that. Um, I don't know why. You, you do, I don't know why. But if I had to pick, I guess I'd say probably Up. Okay. You watch the first minute, two minutes of Up, and make any grown man cry. That's true. I'm okay Fair with that. Statement. Ooh. Hurley, Josh Hurley. Disney movie. Um, I, I guess I'll break it down because I actually just saw the new release was the uh, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. I was a new one. one. That was a good yeah. one. I was a new one too, so it was we'll very awesome, right? okay. props to it. It was a good yeah. So yeah. who's the Beauty and the Beast between you and Amy? Well, we have to know who the Beast is. <laughs> so <laughs> so <laughs> like, Beast. Clearly. I just want to hear you say Yeah. All right, so they're all, we've answered the questions. They're all going to add it back. Does anybody have any final words they want to throw out? We're at one hour ten. Hopefully people are still listening. If they're not, we understand why. Hey, if you stay this long, thank you. Yeah. And, yeah. hey, hopefully, we, like I said, we've got so many more stories to tell. We'll come back for some more. Um, but we're going to fire it away. You know, don't yeah. text and drive. Don't drink and drive. Have some fun out there. Yeah. And if you're listening still on your ride to formal because you have four hours, then you know what? Hey. Keep super Warrior Warrior Warrior. Yeah. Easy Warrior. money out. The, uh, the Jacob Rowland, uh, do what you love, love what you do. There you what go. You love, love what you do. There you go. Honor super All right, here you go. 
Oh, you know what? I didn't pull it through. It's a pretty good crowd for a Saturday. And the manager gives me a smile. Cause he knows that it's me they've been coming to see. To forget about life for a while. That's good. 